Then to continue with Al-Asul Al-Faratha, the book of Shaykh Islam Muhammad Ibn Abdul Wahhab, Rahimahullah, with the explanation of Shaykh Salih Al-Fawzan, Hafidahullah. Then last time we had the segment, the saying of the author, Shaykh Islam, where he mentioned a number of different types of worship. And he mentioned, and from it is ad-du'a, supplication, and al-khawf, fear, and al-raja, hope and longing, until the end of the list. So this time, in this sec- section, which is on page 133 of the Lebanese print, on page 103 of the Egyptian print, there comes the saying of the author, Shaykh Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, to which Shaykh Al-Fawzan's edition here brings a heading Al-Khawfu Anwa'uhu Wa Daliluhu Because we had last time that the first thing mentioned in that list of acts of worship was Ad-Dua, supplication We had that Ad-Dua is of two types Dua Wa Ibadah The Dua that is implicit within an act of worship and Dua Wa Mas'ala The Dua that is a direct request Allah. So then this week he moves on to explain the next two Al-Khawf, fear and Ar-Raja hope and longing. So with regard to the first of these two then Shaykh Al-Fawzan's edition here gives the heading Al-Khawfu Anwa'uhu Wa Daliluhu Fear So all of these being acts of worship Fear, its types and its proof then comes the saying of Shaykh al-Islam وَدَلِيلُ الْخَوْفِ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى إِنَّمَا ذَلِكُمُ الشَّيْطَانُ يُخَوِّفُ أَوْلِيَاءَهِ فَلَا تَخَافُوهُمْ وَخَافُونِ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ Al-Ayah min Surah Al-Imran And the proof for fear I mean the proof that fear is an act of worship is his saying, He the Most High, that, the eye with the explanation, eye from Surah Al-Imran, the third surah, I 175, with the explanation, that is just Satan. He incites you to fear his allies. So do not fear them, but rather fear me, if you are truly believers. As a side point here, in all the other editions, besides the edition of that Sheikh Al-Fawzan is explaining here, in all the other editions it only has the second part there. The first part, is not present in all the editions of the word, just because we're memorizing the text. That is not present in all the other editions. All the other editions just have the second part as the evidence. With the explanation, so do not fear them, but rather fear me if you are truly believers. <coughs> Shaykh Al-Fawzan, Hafidhullah, he said in explanation, Al-Khawf, fear, is a type from the types of ibadah, from the types of worship. And it is an act of worship of the heart. Ibadatun al It is an act of worship of the heart. 
just the same as is the case with al-khawf, fear, and al-khashya, awe, and al-raghda, fervent desire, and al-raghda, dread, and al-raja, hope and longing, and al-tawakkum, trust and reliance. All of these, all of these are acts of worship of the heart. Then Shaykh al-Fazan goes on to explain what is, what actually is, having made clear that khawf is a form of worship, to explain what is khawf. He said, and al-khawf, huwa tawakku'ul makruh. Fear is apprehension of something unpleasant. Apprehension, meaning of the coming of something unpleasant. And it is of two types. Fear is of two types. Khawf al-ibadah or khawf al-tabi'i. Fear, which is worship, in what's been referred to in this section here. That's the first type of fear. Fear, that is worship. <coughs> and the second type is al-khawf al-tabi'i. Natural fear. In fear that is not counted as worship. Fear which is not worship. Fear is of two types, fear, which is worship, and natural fear. And then Shaykh al-Fazan goes, goes on to explain each in detail. So he begins with the first type. Khawful, I said the first type, khawful ibadah. Fear, which is worship. Directing this to other than Allah is shirk. And then he explains what that is. What is the fear that is worship? The fear that is, if it is directed to other than Allah, it will, it, will, it will be shirk. He said, And that is that a person fears someone other than Allah with regard to something which no one besides Allah is able to do. So just repeat that. He said, That is the fear which is worship is that a person fears someone other, other than Allah with regard to something which no one besides Allah is able to do. And then he gives examples such as his fearing someone being able to cause him to become ill or being able to take his soul or to cause his child to die as is done by many of the ignorant people. And many of the ignorant people, they have this fear. They fear that someone can, will make them ill. Or that someone will take their soul. Or cause their children to die. He said, they fear regarding their wives' pregnancy and for their children from the jinn. They fear for that? From the jinn. They fear as Sahara, they fear sorcerers, magicians, or they fear the dead. And so therefore they do actions involving shirk to free themselves from this fear. Then the Shaykh said, commenting. So this is something in all these things I've just mentioned, call it causing someone to become sick, causing a person's child to die, so on and so forth. He said 
this is something which no one is able to do but Allah. Illnesses and death and bringing provision and cutting off lifespan. These matters, no one is able to do them except Allah the Mighty and Majestic. And likewise sending down barakah, sending down blessings. Or other than that. These matters cannot come about except from Allah the Mighty and Majestic. So if he mean the person, so if he fears anyone with regard to anything which only Allah can carry out, then this is shirkum akbar. This is major shirk, meaning the shirk that takes a person outside the fold of Islam. So this is major shirk. Because it is diverting a type of worship to other than Allah, the mighty and majestic. Then the Shaykh gives some examples of that. Like those who fear, those who have fear of the graves, and of the tombs, and of the jinn, and of the devils, that they can strike them with evil or cause some harm to descend upon them. And so therefore, they go and perform actions of nearness to these things, to repel their harm, or out of fear of them. This is major shirk. He says, in such a person, he says, I fear if I don't make a sacrifice for him, I mean for a person in the grave or the grave or so, so forth, the person who does it, he makes an excuse, he says, I fear that if I don't make a sacrifice for him, that he will afflict me with something, or, or afflict my children, or my wealth, or the like of that. Just as was said by the people of Hud, in the same idea, it occurs in the statement of the people of Hud, and the Shaykh al-Fawzan quotes the first part of the ayah in that regard. Ayah 54 from Surah Hud, the 11th Surah. The explanation in the context of what the people of Hud responded when Hud called his people to the truth, this is how they responded. That they said, all that we say is that some of our gods have struck you with evil. You know, what you're saying is just a result that some of our gods have struck you with evil, so therefore you're saying these, these things which are strange to us. All that we say is that some of our gods have struck you with evil. Sheikh Fawzan said, they threatened him with their gods and they tried to make him fear their gods, their objects of worship. And Sheikh quotes the next two ayahs. قَالَ إِنِّي أُشْهِدُ اللَّهَ وَاشْهَدُوا أَنِّي بَرِيءٌ مِمَّا تُشْرِكُونَ مِنْ دُونِهِ فَكِيدُونَ فَكِيدُونِي جَمِيعًا ثُمَّ لَا تُنْبِرُونَ إِنِّي تَوَكَّلْتُ عَلَى اللَّهِ رَبِّي وَرَبِّكُمْ As we said, Surah Hud, the 11th Surah, Ayahs 54 to 56, with the explanation that he said in response, he said, I call Allah to witness 
and you should bear witness that I am free of whatever you associate in worship along with him. So plot all of you against me and don't give me any respite. I have placed my reliance upon Allah, my Lord and your Lord. Sheikh Fawzan said, This is Tawheed. He challenged them, all of them, them and their idols. Fakiduni jami'an, thumma la tundirun. The last part of I-55 with the explanation again. So then all of you plot against me. And then don't give me any any respite. Sheikh Fawzan said, Don't give me some time. Rather plot against me from this moment. And they were not able to do anything against him. Rather, Allah aided him against them. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, So the person who fears other than Allah, with regard to things that only Allah can do, then he has committed a shirk al-akbar. He has committed major shirk. And this is called khawf al-ibadah. The fear which is worship. The khawf al-shirk. The khawf al-shirk. And it's called the khawf, the fear, which is shirk. And he said, many people have fear of the graves or of the awliya, the servants of Allah, the beloved and obedient servants of Allah. They fear a shaitan, they fear Satan, they fear the jinn, and therefore they do acts of devotion, putting forward offerings to them, putting forward sacrifices for them, and making vows, and giving foods, and other than that, such as throwing money upon their tombs, in order to be saved from their evil or to or to attain something from their good then this is khawful ibadah this is fear which is worship then Shaykh Fawzan he moves on to explain this second type of fear that fear which is not worship he said al-khawful tabi'i the second type al-khawful tabi'i natural fear and it is that you fear something which is zahir. You fear something which is visible, which is clear, apparent. Which is able to do that which you fear from it. Such as you're fearing a snake, or a scorpion, or an enemy. These are matters which are clear, which are visible and are well-known matters. So fearing them is not called shirk, and fearing a snake, fearing a scorpion, fearing a, a visible enemy. This, the, this is not called shirk. This is natural fear of something which is apparent, unknown. <coughs> because you are fearing a suburb, a means, 
which is clear and apparent and something which it is desirable something which is it is desirable for you to protect yourself from and to take precaution against so therefore you take up weapons you take up a stick to kill a snake or a scorpion and to kill a wild animal because these are matters which are felt with the senses and they contain well-known harm so if you fear them then this is not called shirk rather it is called khawfan tabi'iyan it's called natural fear I mean, as Sheikh said, these are natural, visible things that we know and see and experience, and we know or we've seen or we've experienced the harm which they can cause. Then Sheikh Fazan gives an evidence for this, this type of natural fear. He said, and therefore Allah said with regard to Musa alayhi salam, فَخَرَجَ مِنْهَا خَائِفَةً. And the ayah, or this part of the ayah, is from Surah Qasas, 28th Surah, ayah 21. And it's in the context of the story of Musa alayhi salam when he left the city of Fir'aun after he had killed one of their people. Then he had a fight and the person died. And Musa alayhi salam, he left that place. And as occurs here, فَخَرَجَ مِنْهَا خَائِفَةً With the explanation, so he departed from it in a state of fear. Shaykh al-Razan said, meaning from the city. خَائِفًا يَتَرَقَّبْ the explanation, fearful, looking about, fearful, looking about. Shaykh Al-Fazan said, having fear of his enemies, because he had killed one of them. And he, Musa alayhi salatu wassalam, he fled and went to Madian, went to the town of Madian. And he was on the lookout, and he was fearing that they would catch him. So this is khawfun tabi'i. This is natural fear. However, a person needs to learn to seek shelter and protection in Allah, the mighty and majestic, and to take hold of the means through which he can repel harm. And he relies upon Allah, the mighty and majestic, and has tawakkul, has reliance upon Allah. Allah said he the most high said فَلَا تَخَافُوهُمْ وَخَافُونِ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ The main ayah, the evidence quoted by Shaykh al-Islam, Surah Al-Imran, the third surah, ayah 175. With the explanation, so do not fear them, and do not fear the allies of Satan, but rather fear me if you are truly believers. Shaykh al-Fawzan said, this ayah is in the, is in the Surah Al-Imran, in the story of the Prophet wasallam, along with the people of Shirk on the day of Uhud, of the day of Uhud in Medina, in the third year of the Hijrah in Medina, day of Uhud, the battle of Uhud. When the people of Shirk threatened them and said, we will return to them and wipe them out. To the threat made by the people of Shirk, the people of Mecca, with regard to the Muslims. We are going to return and wipe them out. So, therefore, Allah, the mighty, uh, Allah, the majestic and most high, says, 
فلا تخافوهم وخافوني إن كنتم مؤمنين. So therefore, in this context, the ayah came down with the explanation. That is just Satan. He incites you to fear his allies. So do not fear them, but rather fear me if you are truly believers. Fawzan said, This warning and this threat was just from Satan. Meaning, he causes you, he tries to cause you to fear his allies. Or to cause whoever will submit to him to fear from the people. And to fear him. Then he will gain ascendancy over them. I mean, whoever does so, whoever does fear him, then he will gain ascendancy over them. And that's why Sheikh Fawzan ends the explanation on that point with regard to Hauf. Just as a side point, there's some of the explainers, and amongst them, Shaykh Muhammad ibn Salih al-Ufimeen, rahimahullah, when they, when they explain the different types of khawf, some of them break it into three categories. The first of them being, as we heard here, the same here is the second one here, al-khawf al-tabi'i, natural fear. Then they break the remaining fear into two categories. So our Sheikh, Sheikh Al-Dimeen, for example, he mentioned the second category of khawf is khawf al-ibadah, that fear which is direct worship. He said that he, fear, he, he fears a person and holds fearing him as an act of worship. So this cannot be, this type of fear, this cannot be except for Allah. And directing it to other than Allah the Most High is major shirk. And then he divides the third category. He says, Al-Khawf al-Sir, secret fear, hidden secret supernatural fear. And Sheikh Bufimin explains that by saying, such as fearing someone in a grave, or a wali, a servant of Allah who's far removed from this person who cannot affect him however he still fears him fearing that he can have a secret effect upon him then the scholars have also mentioned that this is from shirk in other words it's a this categorization that they have as the sheriff said but still this third one the scholars still mention it as being shirk it's just instead of dividing it into two dividing it into three